Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 5, verse 29. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Suddenly the flow of her plague met a head-on collision with the flow of the power of Christ. She was healed. Furthermore, she knew it. When salvation truly comes, the recipient of God's power will know it. There is no mistaking the transforming power of God in our lives. It's profound, it's complete, and it's well quantifiable. Now, by law, this woman would have been labeled unclean. She wouldn't have been allowed to touch anyone, nor would anyone have touched her. She was cut off spiritually and practically. So, By going into the crowd that day, she risked her very life. For if she were caught, she would have been stoned to death by the mob. But when you have nothing left, you have nothing to lose. This was a last resort of a desperate woman. Ironically, it is so often here that we find Jesus. It is here that we find the healing that we seek. Verse 30, we read, Immediately Jesus, immediately Jesus. Immediately Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? Now his disciples said to him, You see the multitude pressing against you, and you say, Who touched me? He looked around to see her who had done this thing. Now, what intrigues me about such an event is the fact that Jesus, who is all God and and yet all man, that he literally felt the power leave him. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verse 45 and 46 in the New Living gives us a vivid picture. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it. Peter said, Master... This whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus told him, No, someone deliberately touched me, for I felt the healing power go out from me. In that text in Luke, we find the word power. That word is dunamis. It is the Greek word which describes the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, which dwelt inside of Christ and will live in us also. All these people were mobbing Jesus, and that language is emphatic. The one was profoundly transformed. So a mob was with Jesus, but one was transformed. What a picture this paints for us. For even today, there are millions who are in his presence, but the vast majority are merely what the Bible describes as thieves and robbers. John 10, 1. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, same as a thief and a robber. So out of the entire crowd, there was one woman who was healed. Why her? What was different about her? 
Well, apparently, it was because she believed. She believed in Jesus. Verse 33. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done to her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. Suddenly, this woman was discovered. She knew what had happened to her. She knew she was healed. She had been exposed, and she did the only thing she could do at that point. She fell to his feet and worshipped. She was whole. Jesus responded to this woman, acknowledging that it was her faith in him that made the difference. And it still is what makes the difference. Please note that this woman also made an open confession of her faith. I think that's an important factor for each and every one of us after our own healing. Verse 35. While he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue ruler's house saying, Your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? Oh, that's right. Back to the first story. Remember the guy whose daughter was dying? Now, a problem that was presented herein was certainly seemed to be well-time sensitive. Apparently it was, for now the girl was dead. Now it was too late. I think it's easy to believe that in our own personal situation, it's too late for anything to be done. Verse 36, But Jesus, when he heard the message spoken, immediately said to the ruler of the synagogue, Don't be afraid, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. He came to the synagogue ruler's house, and he saw an uproar, weeping and great wailing. Now, Jairus had been given a first-hand, up-close lesson as to this woman's faith and her subsequent healing, which was now displayed. The ground of Jairus' heart had been plowed and ready for planting. Now Jesus was going to do some direct farming on his soul. Jesus came on the scene of what is a classic funeral in Eastern countries. The death had naturally caused some chaos and grieving, such as the death in the world of mankind. Verse 39 goes on saying, When he had entered in, he said to them, Why do you make an uproar and weep? The child is not dead, but it's asleep. And they ridiculed him. But he, having put them all out, took the father of the child, her mother, and those who were with him, and went in to where the child was lying. You know, the world always is quick to ridicule such faith. For mankind, death is an end from which there is no return. Ah, but Jesus... He's the master over life and death. Now they may laugh and they may scoff, but we know better. We have proof. And as sure as the woman who walked home that day, alive after 12 years of, well, death, as sure as this 12-year-old girl who alternately had only lived for 12 years and now was dead, both of these women 
would be handled just as easily by Jesus. Taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi, which means being interpreted, girl, I tell you, get up. Immediately, the girl rose up and talked, for she was 12 years old. They were amazed with great amazement. And he strictly ordered them that no one should know this and commanded that something should be given to her to eat. In John chapter 11, Jesus brought Lazarus back from the grave. He called for him to come back from the dead. It's been said that if Jesus hadn't specifically used Lazarus' name in that command, every grave within earshot would have burst open. But make note today, death has a fierce catch. That is, if you are not saved, you are incurably terminal. John 6.40 And this is the will of him who sent me. And everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.